Hello everyone, I'm Jenna Konar and you're listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. This is You Do What? A podcast that examines careers that are non-traditional and perhaps more interesting than your typical nine to five. You may have heard of the profession doula before, but many people are unfamiliar with what exactly a doula does. A doula is a trained and experienced professional who provides continuous physical, emotional, and informational support to a pregnant woman before, during, and after giving birth. So to learn more about this career, I am talking today with Grace Lombardo, and she is a doula for Ohana, a birth and parenting services company based in Chicago and Seattle. Thanks for joining me today, Grace. Thank you, Jenna. I'm excited to be chatting with you. So for our listeners who are maybe unfamiliar with their career, maybe they've heard the term doula before, but they're not quite sure what that is, could you define what a doula is? I can. It's not easy to do in a sentence or two, but I'll Mm -hmm. do my best to be concise. A doula is a person who supports women and their families throughout childbirth, mainly during labor and the delivery of their baby, but also prenatally and during the immediate postpartum period as well. So how does a doula differ from a midwife? How are their responsibilities different? That's a really important distinction. A lot of people assume that doulas are midwives or Mm -hmm. midwives are doulas. But the obligations, the career paths of both are really quite different. Midwives are certified nurses who have taken extra schooling to become a midwife specialist. It's like getting a master's degree in nursing and specializing in midwifery, which is the care of women during their childbearing years mostly. Okay. Whereas a doula is not a medical professional. So we are not trained in anything medical. We don't step in to assist in anything medical. We do not give medical advice. Okay. What we're there for is physical and emotional support. We help with comfort measures and something a lot of people don't think about but is so important to the role of a doula is advocacy. Women who are in hospitals or in a situation where they're giving birth, even if they're highly educated and specialized in what they do in their lives. When you get into a hospital, we all become sort of, you know, you feel powerless Mm -hmm. because everybody there is saying, well, this is what we're going to do next. And you you sort of just go, oh, okay. But you don't take the time to ask, do I have any other options? Is it a medical emergency? Do we have some time to think about it? Those are areas where the doula can step in and have some perspective that the parents who are there to deliver their baby don't necessarily have. Okay. Or maybe they do have it, but in the moment they're so distracted by the stress and the chaos and maybe they're just not thinking of what they want. Exactly. Exactly. They have the power to make these decisions, but you know, you're probably scared and you're probably in some level of discomfort or pain because mm-hmm. you're in labor and a medical provider walks into the room and says, you know, I think it's time to do X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't going to question that. And they're just going to say, okay, well, if you're, you're the doctor, you know, you've been trained to do this, let's, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, if you ask the question first, is it a medical emergency? If they say yes, that's the end of the questions. Then you do what needs to be done. Right. If they say no, then there's maybe a complete right turn that your birth process can take that could save you from potentially all sorts of interventions that you don't want or necessarily need. So the word doula is a really interesting word. Do you have any idea what the meaning behind that word is? 
I do. It is of Greek derivation, and it loosely translates to the term mothering the mother. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a really cool way to look at it because you are there sort of being like a mother figure to this woman who's in labor and having her baby, but with the important distinction that you are not her mother because it's not <laughs> always, you know, you don't always want your mom there for that. If, if she is there, that's amazing. And that's a wonderful mm-hmm. relationship to have, but it doesn't always work out that way. So it's like having a mother figure who doesn't carry all that other stuff right. that goes along with being your actual mother. <laughs> so how long have you been a doula? I have been a doula for about six and a half years okay. now. Great. And what originally attracted you to the career? Well, it's a little bit of a funny story. My mother is a doula. And she has been a doula for probably about 17 years at this point. And for most of that time, I was, you know, either in college or I had a career after college. I lived in New York City. I worked in the diamond industry, completely different from what I do now. And I knew loosely what my mom did, but I didn't really pay much attention to it Mm -hmm. until I became of childbearing years myself. And I was married and thinking about having a child. And when I became pregnant with my first, it really was one of those moments where it like slammed into focus. And I was like, this is what you do? Mm-hmm. This is incredible. I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I just completely switched gears. I stopped working in luxury retail management and turned it around to do something that was uh, more of a passion project. And I started training right then and there during my pregnancy. Okay. So then how do you get started with this career? Is there certain certification that you need? What's the type of education that you have to go through in order to get started? Sure. So there are a few different ways to become a doula. You can become certified. There are a few certifying bodies in the United States that are the most reputable and have the most people who are involved with them. The largest is called DONA, Doulas of North America. That is who I'm certified with. And they have a pretty healthy regimen of things you have to go through in order to be certified. There's a whole library of books you have to read. There are personal statements to write. You have to attend breastfeeding courses. You have to attend childbirth education courses. You have to attend an intensive doula workshop on site. You have to go somewhere to take that. And it's usually a couple of days. Most importantly, you have to attend three births as the primary doula. Okay. And that, in theory, can sound like a challenge because who wants someone to be their primary doula who's never really done it before? Mm-hmm. But the beautiful part of that is that, you know, it doesn't take that much knowledge and skill necessarily to do this work. What it takes is the want to be involved with these people at this time in their lives. Mm-hmm. And you have to really be committed to giving them this level of care that's above and beyond what you're going to get just from your friend who wants to come help at a birth situation. So it's actually pretty easy to find people who will let you do your training births and you have to do it for free. So people love that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course. That works out. That's always, if you can't convince them, if you say, well, it's free, then uh, usually you can get people. And you can also always find women who perhaps don't have partners who need Mm -hmm. extra support or teen mothers. There's there's always women who are looking for extra support. Right. 
So when you're getting started, do you usually kind of branch off on your own and find your own clients or do a lot of people work through hospitals? What's the way that you kind of start to get connected with your first clients? Yeah, so that can be a little tricky depending on where you live. If you Mm -hmm. live in a big metropolitan city like New York City, Chicago, San Francisco, there's really healthy, thriving doula communities there. Okay. And it's pretty easy to find the doulas in your area if you just were to do an online search for doulas in my area. There are usually a few bigger, and by bigger, I mean, you know, maybe 10 doulas. This isn't, you know, there aren't any massive firms here, but bigger groups of doulas who work together either in a cooperative or an actual company. And I would recommend being in touch with those people just to hear about how they run their business and if they're hiring and do they hire apprentices? How does that start? But if you're the entrepreneurial type, you can just start your own business. And that's what I did. I knew what I wanted to do. I had a plan and I came up with a business plan like anybody else who's Mm -hmm. starting their own business. And the heart of it was really launching a good website that was easily findable by people searching in my local area, as well as hitting the ground and visiting obstetricians' offices, midwives' offices, childbirth education classes, places where pregnant women go and networking the old-fashioned way. Just like any other career or any other job, networking is so important. Exactly. And you have to maintain a good reputation. And, you know, you're always on when you own your own business Mm because whoever you meet anywhere you go could end up being a client. I met my most recent client at Ikea. I was shopping Mm -hmm. there with my kids. This young couple was there and she was pregnant. And I just said something like, oh, you look so great. Congratulations on your pregnancy. And the conversation started. and. I'm hopefully attending their birth in the next 10 days. So you have to be ready to see clients anywhere. Yeah. And now you're working for Ohana. Is that the name of the company? I am. Yeah. So after I was getting a lot of work independently with my own business, it became pretty clear that it was difficult for me to maintain this type of business Mm -hmm. without a support system of other doulas because you don't it's really one of the very few jobs where you have no idea when you're going to work. Right. I don't know when these people are going into labor. <laughs> so I needed a, a, a network there. So I joined a local business called Ohana, which was recently started by Jocelyn Alt, who is just a brilliant young businesswoman who's been a doula also for many years, and she's just wonderful. And it's been a blessing because there are about 10 of us doulas and we work together in a partnership model. So every client gets two doulas. Okay. One is their primary and then one as their secondary. You have all your meetings with both and you contact your primary for all the day-to-day stuff like, oh, I feel a little sick today. What do you think that means? Or, you know, whatever that is. And then the primary and the secondary work together to have a schedule to cover the call times around your due date so that you know one of those two doulas will be there. That's a great way to schedule it. So what would be a busy day? What would your day look like on a typical day as a doula? So a typical day as a doula is almost impossible to describe because (laughs) I have no idea when I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. I do know when I have my prenatal meetings and my postpartum meetings. We set those, of course, and we'll say, you know, we'll be at your house at 7 p.m. on Sunday and we'll do our meetings. But outside of that, I'm just waiting for the call. So my phone has to always be on. And when I get the call that someone's going into labor, I usually have a bag ready of all the stuff I need to go because I know we're within the time of a due date. Mm -hmm. And I get my children cared for, make sure that childcare at home is taken care of. And then 
I run out to meet them wherever they are. If they're laboring at home or if they have decided it's time to go to the hospital, then I'll meet them there. And I stay with them until they have their baby. The only caveat to that is if I've been with them for longer than I can physically stay awake, mm-hmm. you, you know, you have to trade with your, your partner doula so that right. a fresh doula who isn't falling asleep is there. <laughs> That's only happened to me once in my career. Okay. So then what type of woman would you say is a good candidate for working with a doula? Is there a specific type of woman who would benefit from your services the most? The obvious answer most people would say is someone who wants an unmedicated birth, which means no epidural, just having your baby the old-fashioned way. Right. And those people certainly do need more support perhaps than someone who gets to the hospital very early in their labor, gets an epidural and just naps for the next 15 hours, but it's not always that cut and dry. So I personally like to emphasize that any woman who's going through labor deserves to have support, whether Mm -hmm. she's going to be getting the drugs immediately or trying it the old fashioned way, because you just don't know what's going to happen. And everybody needs support. It's a scary time. It's, you know, you can't prepare for it really because you've never done it before. So I think any woman who feels she would like the extra support of someone who's mm-hmm. there to look out for her. I sometimes will use the metaphor, you don't need a wedding planner, right? You're going to have a, a great wedding. But if you have a day of wedding planner, you can enjoy your day so much more because mm-hmm. all that bravery stuff is being looked at by another set of eyes. And that's sort of what we are. Of course, you can have your baby without a doula. You can have an amazing, incredible experience. But if you have someone there who can look out for all the other things going on, who can watch your partner and make sure they've had enough to eat and they're getting some rest on a marathon, 40-hour labor. Mm -hmm. That can really change the game and be incredibly important because at the end of the day, all that matters is a healthy baby and a healthy mom, but you have that memory of the experience forever too. And that that matters. Right. And you want that to be as positive as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say is the best part of your job and what would you say is maybe the most challenging or difficult aspect? The best part of my job is really twofold. I get to see babies be born Mm -hmm. and there's nothing like it. I have three children of my own. I've seen quite a few births at this point in my career. I cry every single time. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is incredible. (laughs) You know, it's not like I'm standing there sobbing, but a tear, it's impossible not for it to come out of your eyes. It's just so beautiful and special and it's humbling to be invited into that part of somebody's life. And the other part of that is that I feel lucky that I found this work. Mm -hmm. That is incredible to me. So many people work because their parents told them to major in finance and that's what they do. Mm -hmm. But I found something that means something to me and that I feel really lucky. Is the job financially beneficial? What would be um, a ballpark compensation for the job as far as being able to make a financial income? That's probably the hardest part about, okay. about this type of work because it's, it's essentially consulting. Mm-hmm. And unlike a, a more straightforward consultant who gets paid for their exact time, I don't know of a single doula who gets paid by the hour. That's just really, it doesn't, birth work doesn't work that way. Okay. You usually have a flat fee. Mm-hmm. to be a doula who attends to someone in labor. Now, you could charge someone $1,000, which is a pretty average price for a larger city. I would say the range of doulas is between 600 and 
$2,000, depending on where you are geographically. Okay. But I might be making $1,000 for working 60 hours. Right. Or I might be working for six hours for that same $1,000. So you have to look at it over time and you have to decide how much you can take on a month, how many clients can you take on because it's mentally and emotionally taxing. Mm -hmm. Do you have a a set number of clients that you usually try to take on or does it just vary? Well, so much of this work has to do with chemistry. Mm -hmm. When I interview with clients, I always say, please know that if I'm not the right doula for you, I will not be offended. I will not be upset. This, it's like dating. You, you're inviting this person to watch the birth of your child, to mm-hmm. be a part of that, to be your baby's very first friend. And it has to be the right match. So that being said, you're not going to get every client you interview for, you know, because it has to be right. So, you know, if you set out to have four clients a month, you might not end up with four clients a month. But I don't like to take more than one or two because okay. I really love to give my clients as much of me as I can. But I also have three young kids. So it'd be a balance. Yeah. And would you say there are any personality traits that are especially helpful to someone who wants to pursue this career? I know you had mentioned that you have to have the desire to be there and the passion to be there. Is there any other personality trait that you would point to that you would say is good for a doula to have? You know, it's hard to really nail that down because like I was just saying about the chemistry, it really takes all types. I mean, within the doula cooperative I work with at Ohana, there are 10, nine or 10 of us and we're we're all really different and we bring really different things to the table. And the matching process of who goes with what client is pretty critical to make sure that those clients are getting what they want out of the experience. Some people want someone who's, you know, a little bit more aggressive in, you know, being involved in the process and a little bit louder. I might be one of those people. I'm more gregarious. I'm just, (laughs) I want to be all in. Whereas there's someone who might be a little bit more quiet, slightly more passive, more there as, you know, more of a presence, less of someone who's in it, right? Mm -hmm. I think it takes all all types, but you have to have compassion Mm -hmm. for maternal care. You have to really care about women and the care they receive around this time of their lives. It's, it's a hot button topic really in America now is maternal health, maternal care. And, and I think that there's a lot that we can do to promote that and further that cause. So you have to care about that. So in the several years that you've been doing this, how many babies have you helped deliver? Gosh, I stopped counting a little while ago, but <laughs> it, I would say probably about 40 Oh, wow. Not as many as I would have liked because I had three of my own babies in the last six years. (laughs) So I guess 43 if you include them. But yeah, it's everyone is so very different. And I remember all of them so distinctly. And I maintain relationships with the vast majority of these people. And it's just become a really such a cool part of my life. For those who are listening who are interested in maybe pursuing this career path of a doula, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out? You have to be patient. It's like any business that you're building from the ground up. Your reputation is what's going to carry you as far as building business. You know, you need to work with a few clients who are going to tell a few of their friends and wait for a little bit of time to pass in order for it to really build momentum. Without experience, it's very difficult to to have a buzz mm-hmm. around yourself because you're, you know, you're really promoting yourself in a way. 
you have to have some business acumen as well because you need to be able, as much as this is a, a labor of love, pun intended, <laughs> it's also a business, you know, and you have to be profitable. There are ways to volunteer as a doula, and that's a whole other conversation. But mm-hmm. we're talking about making this your career, making this your business. You have to think about the business side of things too and know how to run a successful business and how to promote yourself and marketing all of those backgrounds would certainly help. And with that final bit of advice, we will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to Grace Lombardo talk about her career as a doula. Thanks for sharing your insight with me today, Grace. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. And we love to hear from our listeners as well. Send us your comments or suggestions to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or find us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar, and thanks for joining us. 